0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
1: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm is now in session.
2: Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcut, the Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz. Well, man, how's it going?
0: It's going very busy. It's totally swamped this time of year. I don't know why, but we are just kind of buried right now. But it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's good. great.
2: Well, I share the I share the issues. It's good though. You can't complain, right? So I'm,
0: I am excited though because I've been able to build out my team. I got some new players on board, and really excited. Get some good people, and uh, I'm just, things are coming together. I'm I'm happy about that.
2: Awesome. Good for you. I know you worked hard to get them on on board. So hopefully they all work out.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you don't scare them all away.
0: Nah, yeah, yeah. So I, I probably shouldn't have put like listening to the show as a requirement for the job. So,
2: worshiping <laughs> <should laughs> junk car requirements. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: that would that would that would get you disqualified immediately. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am. Um, <clears throat> I'm actually dealing with a bunch of the, the hot, hot, hot temperatures you guys are used to in Florida. We're freaking dying, and I've got a bit of a chest cold too so oh geez it's so dry. i knew
0: i knew it was hot in, in the northeast i didn't know you guys were getting it over on your side of the world too
2: oh we were in the 90s yesterday
0: the I mean, 90s you're, you're complaining about the 90s that's like every day here
2: yeah, <laughs> i couldn't take that but we don't have air conditioning though
0: Oh, that's a good point. I don't. I couldn't take it without air conditioning either. Okay, <laughs> so, I, I I take back my uh, sarcasm. Yeah, I really feel bad for you. Bite <laughs>
2: me, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, our poor boy was trying to get to sleep. It was ninety degrees in his bedroom. It was just ridiculous. There's no way. Well, that's, could sleep the yeah, that's bad. So thank goodness we don't get many of these. Otherwise, we would have air conditioning. But it's just a few days a week, maybe six days a year. We get anything like this. <laughs> we
0: <Where'd> should <laughs> come down oh, here. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I couldn't take it, although it's a, it's a good uh, incentivization to get uh, lose some weight because I don't feel too good when there's that hot. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I guess we're on to the show now. we enough people with our details here. So um, I, I threw a few notes in here. We, we do these on the fly. So um, just a few minutes ago, I decided I'd go to some of the notes from, again, SMX. Thank God these things are around. They sure give me lots of info. Um, and it was a uh, A with Matt Cutts. Uh, Danny Sullivan and Matt Cutts sit together and they just talk and it's, it's usually a really good laugh. You know, they're they're good camaraderie and everyone gets a good laugh. Most of us have known Matt Cutts and Danny for a while. So a lot of inside jokes make sense. Finally. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Just don't tease Danny about girly drinks and you'll be fine.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's another story. Uh, Um, so I, I thought I'd just put off uh, put out a few of the things he was talking about. One, the, one of the first ones is one that Matt Cutts is famous for talking about because everyone seems to ask him every year, and that's page sculpting. And the first, <laughs> ask without page sculpting, how can you tell, or how can you tell what Google, what Google what pages are important? Well, I wanted to put this out there mostly for our listeners. I mean, we probably touched on this. I don't know how many times, but it's simple as this. And and I can I can quote Matt here. He says yes, there is a way to tell Google what pages are more important. Link to them from the home page. <laughs> that's simple. I mean, obviously you can't link to every page, but it's right. that's why that's why setting up theme sites and siloing is so important.
0: But but see, I don't i don't i don 't actually agree with that because you can 't always link your most important pages from your home page from a usability standpoint because sometimes you have to categorize things and maybe your most important pages are product pages or a certain product that you 're really trying to to emphasize um, I guess you could link to it from the home page, but natural flow of navigation is more about is more hierarchical than it is you know here 's the, the you see what I mean sometimes you categorize things sometimes you um, have things in in certain mm-hmm. silos as, as other people like to call it uh, yeah that that's I just don't know if I agree with that being that like the only way you can tell them that it's important
2: well, you know it's it's like any answer we give it's yeah you know, I give got to give Matt Cutts credit here I mean you can only, you can only answer it in one way without spending an hour yeah <laughs> I mean <laughs> Fair enough, because I mean, if you think about it, uh, in most cases, that could be correct. Because let's say you had a few listings that do really well, well, you could always list them there, top products, right? Page or just even a little box saying most. That's true. Ones.
0: Yeah, that's true. There are, there are ways to do it for sure. If you if you segment out specific content, not in your navigation, but but in like a an element on your homepage, I, I agree for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. And
2: and then the other thing to consider though is, you know, he said root or you know, or homepage, essentially the same thing. Well, it's also any foremost entry page, right? So if there's any other pages in your site that are acting like a home page, they're that active. Oh yeah. Um, they work just the way same way. Yeah, so, I've
0: seen I've seen plenty of sites with an internal page that has much more authority yeah. and and link juice pointing to it than the homepage, for sure.
2: Yeah. And- uh, one of the things that actually this this sort of brought up because uh, I'm doing some consulting now um, for a company and and it's it's interesting. I don't usually get these, <laughs> frankly, but I've got a, uh, this company who's already bought. I don't know. They must have bought at least a thousand domains. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're like, okay, well, we want to target all these different elements of, uh, you know. Uh, of these geographic locations, and we're going to create a different site for every single one of them. And yes, they will be unique. No, they're not going to be that unique, uh, says me. But um, yeah. and you know they want to get up to like three thousand range worth of sites. Good God, that's going to get caught so fast. Uh,
0: well, see, well, 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 you got a question. So, what's your question on this? So I I really have a lot of very recent experience and a de- detailed study in this kind of thing from a geo target standpoint just within the past month. So first I want to hear what your question is about it, and then I'm, I can well, give you some of what I've discovered.
2: Actually, you know what the purpose of it was just to bring up discussion? Because what I've said essentially is, okay, you guys have already done this. They were already committed to doing this, and they also weren't going to budge. They weren't going to say, no, we're not going to take down our sites because, frankly, they're all doing well. <laughs> That's the scary thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the ones they already have are kicking butt because, Frankly, it is still a very good uh, uh, tactic in terms of getting rankings. It's not in terms of ethics, but it's rankings. So um, I said, well, you no, know, let's keep those going. And this is the way I'd fix this: if you're going to keep it going, and you know, build it out at your own risk. This is the other set I want you to create completely separate. And this is going to one. This is going to be the one that stays, that stands the test of time. Um, because I'm afraid for you, for these other ones. Who wants to put that much money into them and lose them all? Right. You know, I mean, I, I have to do for the client, right? So what, what would you say yep. to this?
0: So I've, I've had a very, very almost exact type of situation that I've, that I've been dealing with for a couple of years. But it came to a head a month or two ago because I really started pushing. So th- this client has like 2,000 physical locations in the U.S. and Canada. And um, they have a domain for every one of their, every one of their stores. So each store has its own domain, and they're all run off the, C, the same CMS. They all have very similar content, very similar structure, I mean, they all look pretty much the same. There's maybe a half a dozen out of these 2,000 that have gone the length of you know, creating their own website that's completely separate, um, and, and those do really well. So I was pushing really hard, saying, okay, look, let's reinforce the strength of your primary website by bringing all of these locations onto the primary website, so we'd build build a substructure underneath your site that has, you know, a place for every one of your stores and some information about every one of your stores. And then we would redirect the domains to the individual section for that store. So we'd have a bunch – because all those domains, you know, the individual stores do local marketing, you know, not necessarily internet marketing, but local marketing period. They, over the years, have generated – organic links just naturally no link building efforts just but naturally just because they advertise and because they're there they generate these links so the thought was let's redirect those sites to a, a page on the main site and pull all that link juice into the main site and just build you know build that's the the foundation of the main site even stronger right um so so they're they're like well we want to make sure this is going to work so do a study and figure out which is going to be best i'm like okay thanks <laughs> <laughs> awesome so, but, but but i'm kind of glad they pushed me to that because we did do this study and we looked at um, a number of issues and if we could do it the way we wanted to if we could redirect all those domains and we could pull them in um and pull all that link juice into the main site uh uh, and that was the main issue. I'd say, yes, we would have done that. Definitely, it would have strengthened the entire primary site. We would have still done well in local search. Um, we would have still done well for the geo terms, maybe even better because we were going to now have the weight of the main site supporting those individual geo, geo-targeted geo pages. However, we couldn't do it. We have to keep all those thousands of domains out there because of the paid search side. Each one of those individual... Sites is also doing its own local PPC. So we have a national PPC program going for the brand, but each individual little location is doing local PPC as well. You can't do both because you can't do them both on the same domain. So in order for that store to do its own local PPC, it has to have its own domain, right? So we, so we couldn't redirect those domains. So then I'm like, okay, great. This is going to kill me. Um, but it doesn't.
2: <laughs> okay, on that note. Yeah. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to hear more. This is awesome.
1: All right. <laughs> SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
0: Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. Did you know
1: 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet?
0: Did you know
1: 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you?
0: Did you know
1: 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more.
0: Did you know
1: 99designs projects the an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set.
0: 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step4th Web Marketing, Inc. Before the break, we were getting a lowdown on, on an issue um, well, regarding multiple site, um, I guess I, I don't even know what you'd call it, uh, multi-domain marketing. Proliferation. Uh, <laughs> saturation. Multi- saturation, yes. <laughs> Okay, anybody, so continue has, on. This is fascinating.
0: <laughs> so, so if you have thousands of websites, so my gut instinct and my my experience told me, let's instead of managing all these sites and having all their the links that they're getting go to these individual little sites, let's have all that stuff go to the main site. But because of their PPC requirements, I'm just kind of recapping, because of their PPC re- requirements, we couldn't do that. So then I had to think, okay, so how am I going to take advantage of this um, and, and use this to, to, to help meet my client's goals. So we know that these individual sites are very specific on geotargeting. So I'm not worried about them meeting any national terms, any national brand terms. All I want is for this site to meet you know, its terms for its geolocation. So if it's, you know, um, if it's a pizza shop, it's not. Um, you know, Pizza in you know, my city, that's the only thing I'm worried about is local geotargeted terms. That helps out because now I can, I can narrow my scope for each one of these sites. And, and the biggest problem, and I, and I realized this was going to be a problem either way, was I've got 2,000 locations. Whether they're on their own domains or whether they're on the main site, they have to have unique content. Mm-hmm. And you know, so we got my team together and we, we did the brainstorming session. So how are we going to provide unique content for 2,000 different Locations that are basically the same thing. It's a store that sells the same product, and you know, we we talking to the client. We know the, the the individual stores are not going to be able to contribute. Are not going to be. We can't rely on them to contribute. So we're going to have to come up with a content strategy. Um, we we came so we came up with a strategy. That basically relies on some database programming and some swapping out of chunks of content and targeting um, to try to get this done. For me, the big issue was was that, okay, hey, we're going to only worry about geotargeted terms. So those terms are not going to be nearly as competitive, especially for some of the smaller markets. So we can get away with more duplicate content than we could if we were going after national terms on a national site. So we don't have to have as much unique content as we would in, in a much more competitive space. So using, this, using the strategy of building, like, 50 different blocks of intro paragraphs and 50 different blocks of, you know, this middle section paragraph and 50 different blocks of um, the closing paragraph for this page, so we have, like, three to 400 words of text – and then we we can rotate the blocks, and then within the blocks where there's geotargeting, we can we can swap out the, the actual locations, and we'll do some very, you know, almost like, I wouldn't call it, it <laughs> I hate to call it spinning, because it's not taking the same content. We've got bunches and bunches of chunks of content, but basically each chunk of content we ended up using like 37 times, and out of the 37, they would all be modified for geotargeted terms, and still there's duplicate content but as with the, the, the lack of competition for those geo-targeted terms and the products it did fine we have we, everything's getting indexed we're not getting any duplicate content penalties there's enough duplication in, or there's enough uniqueness to the content that, that, it, that it's going to work um, and we're able to increase the rankings for some of these terms on these sites um, without having to pull all in one space so it actually, to me, it actually ended up normally, my gut says no you don 't want thousands of domains in this case, it forced me to do it anyway, and i learned learned quite a bit and i, and I might I might not think the same way automatically again next time
2: that 's interesting yeah, I mean I just worry that i mean was there any interconnectivity between the domains wouldn 't that look bad?
0: The only thing that we do from an interconnectivity wise is um so there's a link to the corporate page from all those pages, but the corporate site, so it's not a one-to-one link. The corporate site has a store locator section, so if you need to find a store, you can drill down through to the different states and the different cities and find a store local to you, and it links over, but it's in a section of the site. And then each of the sites will link back to the home page of the corporate site. So it's not a it's it's not a reciprocal one to one like the same pages aren't linking back and forth but the sites are linking but again that's a intent thing. We're not doing it with the intent to create link juice. Those are real uses for people and I think Google's really good about understanding intent. We're showing people from the corporate site how to find a store near them and if they're in a st- st- store site this is the corporate body if you need to find them.
2: So- yeah, I like the idea and and the uh, the thing about it that really gets me is, um, I think that is, uh, although you know, you're right, it, it, it definitely merited work because it's touchy. Um, You've got to do it right. But in my case, this client has no physical location. It's all about information that they're trying to get leads from. Yeah, your host. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. So I'm like a oh, brother. So I. So-
0: so that is it. interesting. So if there's there's no like nothing tied to it. There's no reason other than keyword targeting to have a thousand domains. That's going to be something a billion times more challenging. If I don't even know, I don't know if you can't get away with that. That's going to be something that intent is is to not necessarily spam, but to to saturate the engines, and that's the intent that you'll get penalties applied for filters.
2: But you know, I, I I've honestly had some pretty tough ethical questions about this. Like, obviously, my first instinct is, first of all, this seems spammy, duh. But when I really got into it and I tried to look at it from the client's perspective, I actually had a few questions where I was like, you know what? In this case, I I wish I could tell you more about it, just uh, maybe you later, but not the air. (laughs) Um, it, It was just... They have some merit to what they're doing because it's the only way that, frankly, Google will rank stuff right now for what they're doing. And it works. So, And and also, they're providing unique content. They're adamant that they're doing that. And uh, if they want to spend that much time and money doing that on all these sites, it's a bit of a waste in a lot of ways. But if it works, yeah. who's, to, so, who's Google to say if it's, if, if it's providing value? That's the uh, – I don't know.
0: This uh, kind of came up in the Black Hat White Hat session at AFCON 2010 too. Um, and one of the one of the people in the audience asked about doorway sites, which just kind of sounds like this is are they? Here, I guess this is a question. Before I say this, are they trying to get all these domains to send traffic or linked to a primary domain, or each one of them on their own? Um, do, do they? So, like, if they have a conversion process, they're on their own. On each their own. one each one converts on their own. All right. Yes.
2: Yeah. It's all. Uh, it's all like you said. It's using the same CMS. Um, what uh, what they do is they make revenue from the ads that are on it from right. uh, a, a network they have. Okay. Um, so so it's it's paid ads. You know they're they're no followed. All that stuff's fine. Yeah, it's it's a lead generation system for locales essentially.
0: So so, so I think I think my answer at the Black Hat White Hat it's kind of still applies. If you're going to put all that time and energy into to managing and marketing a 1,000 domains. So you have to do link building to all those domains. You have to maintain content on those domains.
2: I know what you're saying. I'm sorry. I didn't mean mean to cut you off. No, no, that's okay. Sure. But it actually doesn't – I wanted to raise one more issue, one more point, which actually makes a big difference. The competition is so low, these sites are getting number one almost immediately. Hmm. So it doesn't need links really. Hmm. I know (laughs) it's hard. (laughs) I I just I anyway. What I've like I said. I said all right. If you guys are adamant about this, I can't stop you. Just do this and this and this. Make sure you're going to do this as clear clearly as you can. And then let's set up this other site. If you guys are willing to spend that much time and effort doing this, well, let's make a backup plan. Let's create a a, a really efficient site that is your monster site that will stand the test of time. Right. You know what? I, I don't like doing that, but it's the only option, really.
0: Yeah, th- th- I think they need to understand that that'll work for a while, but I don't think it's going to work long-term.
2: Oh, definitely. That's number yeah. one point in the entire uh, analysis I'm providing. It's just, it's yeah. interesting, I, and I, I, I love talking about this stuff with you because I know we've both been through this a few times in the years. Yeah. And when I was doing that, I had to plan out part of this, old, this portal strategy system, whatever it is, and oh my God, I felt like I was back in... 2001,
0: 1997. It was weird. Oh, God. Did you you tell them about WordPress multi-user and the fact that you can have a thousand domains on the same CMS that way (laughs) and bring them up into 2010? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Actually, Um, it's not even WordPress multi-user anymore. Since they launched the, the new version, all WordPresses can host multiple sites on multiple domains.
2: Yeah, and I'd love to talk to you about that, too, in a second. But let's just take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll continue on in that vein. SEO
1: 101 will be back right after recess. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With In Demand Affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts and we will deliver. God, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you aren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com.
2: Ad Media tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a
0: real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real
1: conversions. Learn everything Ad Media can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com.
0: AdMedia, strong ROI made simple.
1: How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple: MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect.
0: The Joel Comm Show, Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm.
1: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm.
2: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for Mediawiz, and myself Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing Inc. For the break we were discussing some fairly high level strategy in terms of uh how to market massive uh networks um I- I guess we stray out of the SEO one one territory a few times every time we do these. But. Yeah, yeah,
0: my my bad. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Well, too. I just. I, it's what fascinates. But but actually,
0: I think opinion. it is good for for new SEOs to hear those kind of conversations, so they don't when they have a client or they start thinking of strategies that they think, okay, hey, what if I have you know hundreds or thousands of domains? How can I do that? They've already heard us talk about some of the issues surrounding that. So
2: yeah. Well, and you know what. Doing the single site with all those sites, with all that information, it's far harder. You've got to be really technical versus just doing portals. Portals are easy.
0: Yeah, it's harder to implement, but it's much easier to market, market successfully.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, are you going to get local rankings for every single one of a subdirectory for a different locale? It's a lot tougher from what I've seen. What's your experience with that? Like, oh, you know, yeah. It,
0: from, from a technical standpoint, building a site like that is, is much harder. But again, once you have it built, it's, it's going to be – usually, in most cases, it's going to be much more effective. Yeah. So it's just, just a matter of uh, um, investment versus return. How much time and energy do you want to invest in building it versus how much return do you want to get in the long
2: run? Ooh, i got another good one here. Um, <laughs> this is, I don't know why, it's all coming to me today I, I saw another thing when I was doing some research and it was it was pretty fascinating it was on local and I noticed that <clears throat> a lot of and these are big companies, big companies are f- obviously getting a lot of good results by buying a local domain and then redirecting it and then, and then using that domain to um, submit to local directories for a locale because it's got the locale in the URL and then TLD right. And then redirecting it to an inner portion of their main monster site
0: yeah' that's, that that's definitely a good strategy
2: it, it's I don't about so stupid I don't know bad. about, sub- so
0: <laughs> don't know about submitting those domains though to, to different places because then you've got to redirect which 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 kind of uh, reduces the the value and of the link yeah. itself I don't know
2: I, it's, it's bizarre but I mean I've seen those ranking top no numero uno in, in the SEO one, or sorry, in the one box. Um, it's pretty phenomenal. I don't know how, nice. anyway, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't do local full time, so it's more of an intriguing thing for me. I mean, I also do a bit of it, but I don't do it all the time. So I was kind of curious to see if you've run into anything like that.
0: Um, no, I haven't. That's interesting. I may have to do a little reading.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'll have to send uh, the, the example to you. I don't have it right on hand, but all right. uh, be interesting. Um, do you want to take the next one? Um. But you want to know your thing? <laughs>
0: i i just i the i had this so i don't know how many people are familiar with red bull they have this event they do three or four times a year called flutag and you've probably seen pictures of it in their commercials people build these handmade like um human powered flying machines and they push them off a giant platform on the water and try to see if they'll fly but they usually end up in this massive pile of wood and bones but it's like a just it's it's it's, it's it's amazing event and it's going on in miami um uh, tomorrow Saturday this is pre-recording this but it's going on tomorrow morning and I was really thinking about going and and when I was thinking about it I thought you know these people build these handmade flying things and then push them off this cliff having no idea what they're going to do and usually they crash and burn and I'm like that sounds a lot like amateur SEO to me <laughs> <laughs> people build these websites and, and really just kind of jump into it. Not really sure. They pick up little pieces of what should work here and there and they, they make it look really pretty and exciting. Um, not knowing how that look is going to affect performance and they throw it off the edge of a cliff to see it will fly. And it's just, it, it's, it just kind of, it kind of struck me as funny is the, the similarity there. You know, people who build real airplanes, the professionals, um, you know they 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 do a lot of detailed study and the planes fly really well. So the amateurs at the the Red Bull thing is I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of crashing and burns. Oh,
2: I'm so <laughs> jealous. You got to get that on video. I want to see one of those.
0: Oh yeah, you, they they have a whole website about. It. They got tons of videos, like the top ten best crashes and stuff. It's it's just Flutag is spelled F L U G T A G, and there's there's a couple of sites that, that document this stuff. So you got to
2: <laughs> awesome. Okay, well um well since you said that, why don't we go to the next SEO one? Oh, oh jeez, we're at thirty already. Ah Brasco.
0: Oh we can do you another know. one. He won't he won't.
2: <laughs> We were just told we only had we we're at the end of the thirty minute stretch here. Um okay, well this is quick anyway. Um <laughs> we got to go ahead. All right. Um is Google favoring YouTube? Someone asked that. Uh, actually it may have been Danny's some of Danny's prepared questions, I think, for Matt. Um yeah. And I got pretty much a quote. I have got all this stuff recorded, so I thought I'd quote him. He said, he actually asked. He asked the YouTube team. He says, given the amount of, but, and, and their answers was, that given the amount of videos that are on YouTube compared to Metacafe or Vimeo or whatever, quote, unquote, we actually bend over backwards to show more videos from those sites than we do for YouTube, if you were to look at the number of videos. That's the qualifier.
0: So like a percentage. So if if YouTube has yeah if YouTube had eighty percent of the video market, you know they're they're trying to show less than that in the results. Yeah, yeah.
2: If you've got like yeah exactly and and uh, good for them. That's good to hear. I mean uh, I'm sure that they've they've got they've got to think of this stuff. Otherwise they look too favoritism too much favoritism and that's uh, certainly going to be an issue for them later.
0: Yeah, and then to me that ties directly into like um, I was recently asked on a panel what's like the most cutting edge thing you're doing in SEO, and it, and people thought I was stupid, but but honestly it's content, and not just good good quality content like we're used to, but the quantity of good quality content because yeah. this has shown us the more content you have out there, the more that you're in those engines, the more site more pages on your website the more you're going to be found and the more, more you're going to show up in search and get traffic from an SEO perspective. I mean, yeah. if you can publish 10 times a day on your site new content, you do that for a month and you will be shocked at the amount of traffic you will get increased and the amount of revenue if it's a traffic-based type of site you're working with.
2: Good content, you, yes.
0: Good content, but just put it out more than you think you can and you'll do really well. That's a, to me, that's a good SEO tactic.
2: Yeah, and, and you know another point that comes from this is it says MetaCafe Cafe and Vimeo and you know or whatever. There's there are there are other options out there. There's no reason you can't post to them as well as YouTube. It's not like you're signing something saying it, YouTube gets exclusivity. That's so true. Post it to all of them.
0: Do you use any of the tools out there when you're doing that, Russ? Um, there's a number of them. Um, Tube Mogul, uh, where you just you post it once in this Tube Mogul system and it pushes it out to ten or fifteen different sites. But what it'll do is it also track statistics for your videos and all those sites in one interface. Um, There's there's two Mogul does that. I think there's one called Traffic Geyser. There's a number of them out there.
2: Um, Yeah, I remember talking about it at one point, and I can't recall. I never did do it. No, I don't do it enough, honestly. Um, But it's intriguing. I think uh, if we did more business video, we'd be doing stuff like that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm because you're right you, there's no reason to put it on one video site when there's. No. And, and you say it does there's hundreds of video sites out
2: there <laughs> it's insane yeah. um, anyways I guess we better cut things short now or right at the end I guess um, <clears throat> on behalf of myself Ross Dunn CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing and John Karkut SEO Manager for MediaWays we'd like to thank you for joining us today and uh, my Twitter ID is at Ross Dunn and yours is I'm at John Carcutt so uh, thanks for joining us today our uh, show airs every Monday 2pm Pacific, 5pm Eastern and you can also download us on iTunes so you uh, keep tuning in and we'll talk to you next week
0: thanks for listening everybody